0: So, Elaine, why are you bringing the Candy Awards to Australia? That's a great question. We're bringing the Candy Awards um, to the to the full globe because candidate experience matters to every organization, regardless of geography. We chose Australia and um, really New Zealand and, and that area predominantly because of the larger organizations that exist there and the appetite for improvement and for us um, with the benchmarking and the research work that we deliver, uh, it was a great gravitational pull for us. So Elaine, can you explain the problem and the appetite now to improve it? Absolutely. Well, candidate experience has been something that's been on the mind of recruiters since the beginning of time, I'm sure. As we've moved into more of an information age and really what I call more of a social age and a collaboration, candidates are more vocal about their experience today than they ever have been because they have more avenues to share that experience. So organizations are being hard pressed to make sure that they don't upset the good candidates that they might want in the future or upset those candidates that might actually have a voice or a position on on that company's future revenue. So as we think about candidates today, we're moving into an economy where they really are customers of our organization, whether they're a direct consumer or whether they are a knowledge worker that is critical to our future business development. So in those capacities, it doesn't matter if you don't have a direct consumer product, if there's a certain targeted talent, and I use things like, think about biopharma, pharmaceutical organizations, or even high sales intense organizations in those capacities, there's a limited amount of people that are experts in those fields you frustrate one of them in their recruiting cycle, they've likely told three or four others to avoid you. And that can have huge ramifications on your business. So more and more companies are starting to take notice of the candidate experience. Is this being reflected with your uptake on who wants to participate in the Candy Awards? It absolutely has. We've seen year-over-year year major growth in, in in the North America region. In fact, um, we saw double-digit companies from Canada and then over 200 organizations from the U.S. alone participate. We had 130,000 candidate responses this year, which exceeds our responses last year by 40,000, which exceeded our responses the year before by 30,000. So... We're definitely seeing organizations push to ask their candidates to respond to the surveys and candidates wanting an opportunity to have a voice. Our UK program shifted to a full EMEA launch this year. We had over 200 companies um, participate from Germany and other other countries within all of EMEA. So we're seeing a huge uptick in uh, Europe and those regions. We've already seen... Um, multiple companies. I think we're we're over 24 companies that are starting to participate from Australia and New Zealand just in our first year alone. So how does the data collection and the judging work? Great question. So the data collection is actually driven by each of the companies independently. We provide the employers with a survey that they need to complete. Um, after they complete their employer survey, They're provided unique links so that they can send those out to their candidates. We work with each employer in the process to make sure that they're sending out the surveys to the right population of candidates, because we're looking for a true candidate experience, not just those we hired, not just those we interviewed, but all candidates in the lifecycle. So the employers send out the links. We collect the survey data for the candidates. We promise anonymity for the employers and the candidates throughout the process unless an employer wins. And when they win, we tell everybody that they've won because we think it's a a prestigious award for them. The judging process is actually in twofold. Um, The initial round of a company that's designated as a winner is based on a completely blind analysis. We pull all of the candidate survey data and we look for markers and scores across eight different fields. From those values, we derive a, a number that basically creates a stacked ranking, and then we say, okay, of the stacked ranking, what is the top 25% of the stacked ranking? And and the percentage numbers differ by region, but as an example, in North America, we had 50 companies that won um, out of the award process. Um, in, in the EMEA region, we, we will expect somewhere around 30 companies to win. In APAC, I'm not sure yet. Depends on how many participate. But we're looking at the candidates' overall scores. And once those scores are derived in what equals a positive experience, then we reveal the names of those companies and they're the winners. So it is completely blind. We aren't we aren't subjected to knowing an, a company or even having any kind of variable in, but we know they're trying hard, so they should get it. If they won, it's because their candidates, much like the People's Choice Award, their candidates said they deserved it. Uh, the second factor comes in where we do have some judges, and they actually look for what we call winners with distinction or a special designation. And that's looking at the employer practices and the candidate scores and really pulling out Where there's some best case and best practice stories for those organizations that should be shared that tends to be anywhere from from three to 10 companies that might win with a winner with distinction. But we celebrate all of the core winners, because, again, it's much like the People's Choice Award, the candidates made those made that decision themselves.